New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Happy Tuesday, church family. This is Marilyn Mitchell from our New Vision Buchanan campus, and I am delighted to share Proverbs 27 with you today. I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. It says, Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. Let another praise you and not your own mouth, a stranger and not your own lips. A stone is heavy and sand is weighty, but a fool's provocation is heavier than both. Wrath is cruel. Anger is overwhelming, but who can stand before jealousy? Better is open rebuke than hidden love. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Profuse are the kisses of an enemy. One who is full loathes honey, but to one who is hungry, everything bitter is sweet. Like a bird that strays from its nest is a man who strays from his home. Oil and perfume make the heart glad, and the sweetness of a friend comes from his earnest counsel. Do not forsake your friend and your father's friend, and do not go to your brother's house in the day of your calamity. Better is a neighbor who is near than a brother who is far away. Be wise, my son, and make my heart glad, that I may answer him who reproaches me. The prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. Take a man's garment when he has put up security for a stranger, and hold it in pledge when he puts up security for an adulteress. Whoever blesses his neighbor with a loud voice, rising early in the morning, will be counted as cursing. A continual dripping on a rainy day and a quarrelsome wife are alike. To restrain her is to restrain the wind or to grasp oil in one's right hand. Iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. Whoever tends a fig tree will eat its fruit, and he who guards his master will be honored. As in water face reflects face, so the heart of man reflects the man. Sheol and Abaddon are never satisfied, and never satisfied are the eyes of man. The crucible is for silver, and the furnace is for gold, and the man is tested by his praise. Crush a fool and a mortal with a pestle, along with crushed grain, and his folly will not depart from him. Know well the condition of your flocks, and give attention to your herds, for riches do not last forever. And does a crown endure to all generations? When the grass is gone, and the new growth appears, and the vegetation of the mountains is gathered, the lambs will provide your clothing, and the goats the price of a field. There will be enough goat's milk for your food, for the food of your household, and maintenance for your girls. Well, as always, this passage is full of such wisdom and valuable instruction, and we could spend a day on each verse by itself. But for the sake of time, I'm going to focus on just one verse today that has really challenged and moved me as I've studied it. There are some t-shirt and coffee mug words of wisdom in this passage with well-known and loved verses like iron sharpens iron, but I'd like to look today at a verse that we might not be so quick to embroider on a pillow. In the passage translation, verse 7 says, When your soul is full, you turn down even the sweetest honey. But when your soul is starving, every bitter thing becomes sweet. These are really profound words of wisdom. So many hearts and souls today are either so stuffed, 
so full of the things and the busyness of this world that even the sweetest honey of God's word and blessings don't penetrate their bloated stupor. Or their hearts and souls are so malnourished and emptied of anything of substance or value that they are desperate and starving and willing to accept even the most fleeting and bitter substitutes and call it good and sweet just to have something to fill the void. Maybe you felt one or both of these conditions. Maybe you've overconsumed in every area of your life, feverishly trying to fill the ache, the void with more, more stuff, more knowledge, more food or substances, more fame or attention, more followers, more recognition, more, 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 just bigger, just better. Or maybe you're so emaciated and wasted away that you see yourself as merely a shadow, unseen, unvalued, unknown, and you grasp for whatever small comforts you can find, and you embrace even what is bitter and tell yourself it's sweet. Friends, Psalms 19, 7 through 10 says this, The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. These verses tell us that the law, testimony, precepts, commandments, fear, and rules of the Lord are perfect, reviving, sure, wise, right, rejoicing, pure, enlightening, clean, enduring, true, and righteous. Far more valuable than any stuff, things, or gold, and far sweeter than honey. When we see God's word and his loving boundaries as limiting or restricting, and we trade them instead for the false substitutes of the world, we forfeit our very soul and the infinite blessings that God desires to richly and abundantly provide. When was the last time all of the more, more, more left you feeling wise, sure, revived, right, pure, clean, enduring, true, or righteous? Friends, we will never be satisfied by the temporary and fleeting things of this world. There may be a moment, a fleeting passing moment, where it feels good, it feels right, but just as quickly that's replaced with an emptiness. Verse 1 told us that we don't know what tomorrow will bring. I can't help but think in our current situation about Texas We all had all the snow and ice last week, and many of you may have even experienced power outages or damage due to the ice. But I saw an article about those in Texas and how they were saying how during the pandemic, you know, their home had become a sanctuary, like for most of us, that many people really invested in their home and it was their one safe place, right, with all that's going on in the world. And then now in these storms, so many of them lost power and water and had significant just house damage due to pipes bursting and and such. And so I, again, I read a really sad and compelling article about somebody just saying, listen, the only thing we had or this thing that we put so much faith and trust and safety and security in has also been taken from us. And I mean, I think we can all just really, that resonates with us. We understand how it just feels like week after week, month after month, something else, right? 
falls away. And we've said it over and over. I've said it already on, on previous podcasts, but we are living in a time in which anything that can be shaken has been shaken. And here's what's beautiful. God loves us too much to let us trust in a false faith to let us be satisfied by a soul that's really just bloated on excesses or shrunken by scarcity. He alone can satisfy. There's a beautiful old song that says, when you come to the place that he's all you have, you find he's all you need. We don't need the false security that stuff, money, connections, or fame are trying to sell us. Our hope is found in nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. So let's stand on that solid rock of Christ Jesus that cannot be shaken. I want to share just a couple more verses that I think really help um, support these ideas. Isaiah 58 11 in the ESV version says, and the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your desire in scorched places and make your bones strong. You shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. Philippians 4.19 says, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Church, let's commit to a soul check today, this week. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to search our hearts and reveal where our satisfaction lies. And let us lean into our godly friends and seek accountability. You know, these other verses in this passage, iron does sharpen iron. The wounds of a friend are faithful if we will humble ourselves enough to receive them. I'm going to end with just one final verse. Psalms 107.9 says, For he satisfies the longing soul and the hungry soul he fills with good things. Church, if you're bloated on the excesses that you just can't seem to get enough, but you have so much there's no room for anything else, Or maybe you're a shadow that feels just driven by the wind, desperately seeking for any small morsels, no matter how bitter they may be, and trying to call that good. Only our loving Heavenly Father satisfies the longing of our soul. Only He can fill our soul with good things and satisfy our every need. Will you trust Him to do it? Will you call a friend and ask for help? I'll be praying for you and for us as we continue to do this hard work of letting the Lord reveal his truth to us and then following in him in obedience. You know, there's a phrase that says obedience over outcome. And that's a really profound thought. Sometimes we're so outcome driven. We think something has to look a certain way and we miss the fact that God is just calling us to obedience. He's calling us to boundaries that have fallen in pleasant places to guard us and to enrich us, to give us pure, clean, true, right lives. And those things are ours and he is willing to bless us with them when we will just humble ourselves um, under his mighty hand. So I pray that for you. I pray that for me. And I hope that you'll join us back here tomorrow as we continue with Proverbs 28. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's word.